What is accepting Jesus Christ? I've been binge-watching YouTube videos, and um, I'm not even sure who to turn to in real life to ask my question. What is accepting Jesus Christ as my Savior? Now, again, I'm not a mental health professional or a clergy person or a psychiatrist or a doctor. Um, you can feel free to consult any of those people or anybody any other known uh, professional or expert. This is only my experience that I'm sharing. I'm in the Life Purpose module of Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh out of five modules. Life Purpose, Behavioral Awareness, Life Experiences, Emotions and Thoughts Process, and Health, Mind, and Body Connection. I practice five modules of mental wellness 24-7, and that is all I practice in my in Mental, Emotional, and self-health mesh, of which I am the administrator of. There are no members, there are no groups, there's no organization except the five modules. I'm in the life purpose module, and I'm exploring um, my spiritual or existential path. And I have been led, I may have been led to Jesus, maybe. And um, the, t the term saved, the, term, the terms accepting Jesus Christ may or may not be interpreted differently by other people. But the last the latest video I watched on YouTube said that you don't necessarily implied that you don't necessarily get saved or accept Jesus Christ as your savior when you uh, just go to church. I guess for, for that can mean joining a church just by going to church, just by practicing good deeds and just believing in God. And I forget what the other one was already cuz I'm having kind of some brain farts. Um, maybe accepting that you're a sinner and I don't like labels. I don't like thinking that I'm a sinner, but I like to think of myself as an imperfect human being who has done wrongs. Um, it was also implied that, um, if you accept that Jesus paid for your sins and again, I'm interpreting it this way. Um, I'll give a human example uh, my relationship with my roommate, Bruce. When I was 18 years old, or, or 17 years old, I went on a trip to Los Angeles with him. And uh, we had to drive back home, and it was like a three-hour drive, and it was the middle of the night, and not too many restaurants were open. We ended up stopping uh, at a truck, a, a sandwich truck stop on the freeway. And we bought hamburgers and potato chips. And... Um, I didn't have the correct change. We were, we were doing, we were going Dutch, you know, we were paying for our separate orders and I didn't have the correct change for the lady paying the lady and my roommate did. So he paid her and said, don't, don't worry about it, Carol. Um, I'm, I'm paying, paying for it. Uh, you can pay me back, you know, later. And at the time I did not grasp the idea that a person could just help me, could just give me a gift could just pay my way without without any guilt or shame, you know. So um, I believed back then that I was sinning by accepting money for him from him. Now that's a little bit of an extreme example, but if you think about maybe the background I might have been brought up in, I felt guilty all the time. I did not believe that it was okay to accept help, even if I was hungry. And I was hungry, man. We we had drove driven for hours, even trying to find a place to eat, going out, go out to eat. And it was the middle of the night. 
and that was the only place we could we could find you know like maybe uh, three o'clock in the morning driving home back to San Diego and um, I was so beside myself with guilt and shame about having to uh, let him pay my way that I would not even accept his help and I was thanking him but I was not accepting his help so um, today I know the difference between um, accepting help and knowing that I can pay I can pay him back and him knowing that I that I could pay him back now in terms of the Jesus Christ thing if Jesus Christ paid for our sins that doesn't necessarily mean that I could keep on taking advantage that doesn't mean I have a free meal ticket every day and it doesn't mean that I have um doesn't mean that I can do whatever I want but it does mean that if I sin I can ask for forgiveness. I can really be sorry. Look within and see what I might have done wrong. Today I think what I might have done wrong was not not even accepting my roommate's help. In fact, he got so mad at me that he threw the hamburger at me. So maybe he sinned too. But his anger was understandable. And my my anxiety was understandable because of my, my background. And maybe, maybe I, I could plead ignorance in this case. But I can still ask God for forgiveness. I can say, dear God, I was, I was ignorant. I didn't have a clue about um, thankfulness and, and um, that it was okay to ask for help, that it was okay. I didn't even ask him for help. He offered to pay for the hamburger. And he paid for it. He didn't even offer. He just paid for it. And he knew that I was going to pay him back. So Jesus Christ, I can say, paid for our sins on the cross. And he had faith that um, people were going to follow him. He had faith in God, too. So, um, also believing that he's the Son of God. Now, I believe Jesus had a direct connection to God. And for me, that interpretation is, if you have a direct connection with someone, it's a feeling of family. You know, like, like blood relatives. Or spiritually, you know, you can have a family... You can adopt your family spiritually too. So um, I'm I'm a skeptic. You know I'm I've been in I've been a non-believer all my life. I I believe in logic and uh, facts, and um, it's a little difficult for me to really accept. But um, I think I can grasp the concept in terms of uh, accepting that Jesus had a direct connection to God. He prayed. He prayed all the time. He talked to God all the time. He believed that God was his father, was the father, and he was his son. So um, I respect, I respect what he believed, I respect what other people believe, and I respect the idea that um, Jesus had a direct connection to God. You know, he wasn't just aware of God, and, you know, he didn't treat God like a friend. You know, he treated God like, like his father. So I respect that. And um, I know that I can't take advantage of my roommate. Um, I asked him for help with the rent this month because I had to pay for an air conditioner. And um, I may have to ask for help again. But I don't, take, I don't do that lightly. I don't just sit there and ask him for help with the rent every month because I, need, I want you know, to dr be driven around San Diego in an Uber. You know, and he knows that. So... Um, for me, 
knowing that Jesus died for our sins is about respecting that Jesus and God gave us a gift. We did get a free we do have a free gift every day if we accept it and if we respect it. But uh it, it doesn't become free anymore if we don't if we don't uh do good. If we sin and we're not sorry about it, or if we um we don't you know even if it's out of ignorance, if we if we can't repent and say, uh, you know, we were ignorant, we didn't know, we didn't even know what, what it looked like. So, um, and forgive me, people, if you're listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, please forgive me, I'm still learning. I'm still not even sure what's happening to me spiritually right now. But I think some changes are going on. And again, uh, I'll tell you very briefly how uh, I might have been saved. Maybe, maybe, you're in, maybe you can interpret that I am being saved. Go right ahead. Whatever you believe in is fine with me. But um, <clears throat> I believe I might have been saved, in a sense, uh, a few weeks ago when I was dealing with the live stream, when I was actually dealing with the, the hell on my live streams. I was being uh, messed with on my live streams. I was being objectified and treated like an object, and I was being uh, disrespected. And uh, that led to the point... In my life, where I where I was getting tired of um, sex all around me, lust all around me, including and especially in music, and then that was when I ended up ended up um, listening to songs about Jesus, songs about God, songs about spirituality, songs about society and social consciousness instead of songs about love. And here and there, I do still listen to a few select love songs, so I'm not totally shutting romantic love out. You know, it is necessary. That's a God-given thing because um, we, have to, we have to be able to um, continue our species as humans. We have to be able to bond and start and maintain families. So when we have sex, it's not a light, a light thing to do. You know, that's why I do not believe in, I believe that it's a sin or a wrong if you uh, use sex for recreational purposes or if you use sex for a time killer or a hobby, um, even, even prostitution. Um, you know, I, I've heard of uh, prostitutes or sex workers repenting and asking, asking God and Jesus for forgiveness when they, when they change their lives or when they're saved. You know, they, they stop uh, being sex workers and they repent and they, they live, you know, other lifestyles. So... I believe that it is possible for everyone, just like I believe that it's possible for every, even a, somebody with a personality disorder um, to recover. If they, if they believe they can, if they try sincerely very hard to recover or to modify their behavior or to um, transcend their behavior, I'm doing that precisely in Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh. I'm trying to learn how to transcend my mental illness, my symptoms, my behavior, my attitude, and um, I don't know what's happening to me. I, I say this with humility, maybe with ignorance too. I don't know, both. Um, I um, I don't know what's happening to me. I honestly don't. But I'm honestly saying that. I'm saying that directly from me. I don't know what's happening, but something is happening. Something's changing inside me, and it does feel like I'm being saved.
But I'm not looking down on non-believers. I'm not looking down on on other believers. I'm aware that some of Jesus' followers um, might might misinterpret a few things. Even, you know, they they might think that they're that Jesus's uh, death on the cross is is you know their excuse to just you know do whatever the they want. See, I'm even watching my swearing right now. But if I'm a sinner, I. I, I still swear, but I'm trying not to. And I'm and it, every time I swear, I say, sorry, God, or sorry, Jesus. So I think I have an awareness or a consciousness now, or a conscience now, of how destructive and how negative swearing is. I also know that I'm human. I also know that I, I need to vent and blow off steam. I need to get angry. I need to honor my emotions. I need to honor, that's, that's one of my modules, Emotions and thoughts process. Emotions and thoughts are part of the human condition. They're real and they're understandable and they're human and they're okay to have. It's the attitude and behavior. You know, if I have a bad attitude about God, if I have a bad attitude about people, that changes everything. If I have angry feelings towards God, um, I even, uh, I heard a prayer on a, or a meditation on an app called Abide. It's wonderful. You can have the free version you don't even need to sign in. You can you can do two minute meditations any time of the day. I heard a meditation that said something about you can get angry. We all get angry. We're human. We all get angry. We all get hateful. But don't sin. Don't act. Don't act on your anger. Don't misbehave and not be sorry about it. If you can be sorry and repent after you behave in a bad way. I'll be extreme. Even even if you commit murder and you're willing to accept the consequences of your crime and turn yourself in and go to prison or whatever, even even accept the death penalty. I don't even believe in that. Thou shall not kill. Um, then you're you're forgiven, but you still have to go to jail and um, you know accept your punishment for your crime. So um, anyway, that's today's. Uh, Mesh episode. Thank you for listening. Um, I don't know what accepting Jesus Christ is. I, I humbly don't know what being saved means. But something's happening to me inside. I feel a presence. I feel something I've never felt before. Not even when I was attending a, a camp, a Seventh-day Adventist camp. I just Something's changing because uh, something desperate inside me opened up several weeks ago. I got tired of sin. I got tired of living in sin. I got tired of the people around me living in sin and being okay with it. Having to feel like I had to be okay with it. Having to feel like I had to be okay with people sexing around and sexting and harassing women on the internet especially. So, um, and you know, you can go back to some of my epi earlier episodes, one of them, uh, groomed, you know, and another, you know, other ones, you, you know what I mean? You know, listen to my episodes, listen to my, my progress and my process and mental wellness. Something's happening to me in the life, in the life purpose module. <sighs> Thank you. Again, uh, PS disclaimer, mesh is not a Christian, a Christian organization. And I don't even know if I'm a Christian, but um, I'm, I'm the administrator of mental, emotional, and self-health mesh, and I'm sharing from my own experience. Something's happening inside me. Perhaps I am giving, being given an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. 
Thank you for listening.